I'm Addie Everson, and this is the story behind our music. For the next few shows, I'm going to talk about that thin piece of cardboard that new records come in. Well, if you were record shopping in the 70s, every record came in a decorated cardboard jacket. Some were lavishly decorated, and some, for the sake of art, were relatively plain. In the days before music videos, MTV, and YouTube, there was much less of a chance to see just what your favorite artist or band really looked like. Sometimes the album cover itself could sell as many records as the music did. An amazing cover could add to the sales of the album, or if you were a relatively unknown band, a record cover could actually keep your album from selling. In the late 1950s, a new all-girl group from the Bronx, the Chantels, came on the scene and released their first album, We Are the Chantels. The cover of the album was a very tasteful picture of the girls in mob dresses with matching hats and white gloves. The record sold, but it was said that the group looked like maids, so the record was re-released with a new covering, one that pictured two kids dancing beside a jukebox. The change helped to sell more albums. The album art was an important aspect of record sales, and it is a part of the enjoyment that has been lost with MP3s and streaming music. The album cover was the chance for the band or artist to show you just how beautiful they were, or how handsome, or tough, or cutting-edge, or mysterious, or classy, or even non-conformist. Whatever the persona that the band was trying to create, this was their chance to do it visually. My dad claims that for some reason, he always ended up buying the latest album release from Olivia Newton-John, even though her music wasn't really in his most listened to category. Maybe it was simply that her picture was on every release she had. Once a band became famous, then there was more freedom in their images and what images went on the covers. Sometimes well-known bands would have a cover and which it would be difficult to pick out the members if you didn't already know who they were. Some Girls by the Rolling Stones and Sgt. Peppers by the Beatles come to mind both having the members' pictures on the covers, but for some, there was too much going on to even recognize the famous members. The opposite of this was the covers that had nothing relating to the band, their music, or even persona, such as Pink Floyd's Dark Side of the Moon, simply a black cover with the picture of a prism. Maybe the best example of Less Is More is one of the best-selling albums of all time, The Beatles' White Album, an all-white cover that simply said The Beatles in small embossed letters in the lower right corner. As with any kind of art, there is never a right or wrong answer. It's simply what you enjoy. And I think some of the enjoyment of record collecting has been lost with the loss of jackets. Maybe that is part of the reason that record albums are making such a comeback, both with people that are collecting again and the younger crowd that is just now discovering vinyl. Listen more next week as we explore more about the lost art of album covers. I'm Addie, and you can see more of my The Story Behind Our Music at thestorybehindourmusic.tumblr.com.